The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. G'day everybody and welcome. It is Summer Breakfast on a Monday morning. Great to have your company. On the McCafe menu today, our official coffee partner, as always, has Hayden Cotter Lawn. Peer to pub winner yesterday. Uh, she's a gruelling swim, and yet it came down to a run, basically. A sprint uh, on the beach for the win, but Hayden Cotter got it. Brett Phillips, BP, he'll become part of the furniture in here over the next couple of weeks because the Australian Open burst into life today down at Melbourne Park. We'll catch up with BP. Questions without notice, as always. And last fan standing, thanks to Maccas. Another chance for you to uh, just uh, give yourself a good chance to get over to Delhi to watch the second test between the Aussies and India next month. SEM Breakfast is for the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value. And I should never forget to mention this man. You're going to hear a heck of a lot of him this morning. His name is Simon O'Donnell. G'day, Scoob. Got nothing to say, Sam. Nothing Why is to that? say. Quiet weekend. Jeez, it was hot Saturday. I just hid from the sun on Saturday. Well, i got nothing to say to you either because you still haven't brought those spuds in. Oh, man, I'm filthy. Where Absolutely are those potatoes? Filthy. They're sitting at the... Back door, three bags of them. Did them yesterday. Well, I shouldn't say I did them yesterday. My wife did them yesterday. Packed them up in, in paper bags. Because that so was why they weren't here they on last Friday. Longer. Your better half wanted them to be properly presented. Correct. Packaged. So she's gone and bought the the paper bags. The spuds are in the paper bags. They're at the back door, and I've come in this morning without them. So What are they going to be like when I get a hold of these spuds? They're I'm thinking be... <laughs> I'd give it... Uh, maybe half an hour or an hour, there'll be a dirty text message on my phone. <laughs> I've noticed the spuds yeah, by the door. Scatterbrain idiot. Now, we've got Hayden Cotter, as I mentioned, BP as well, last fan standing and all that, but she finishes today, Akana Murray Bartlett, who we spoke to last week. You'll remember that incredible 155 marathon. Consecutively from Cape York. Down here to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. She finishes today 6 p.m. So uh, if you want to follow her journey, you can follow her on Instagram at tip 2 toe 2022 That's the same uh, website you want to Google as well. She's uh, running, raising money, rather, for the Wilderness Society. But she's got herself into the Guinness World Records for most consecutive marathons by a female in the world. Uh, we might have to re- uh, touch base with her again, Scoob, perhaps tomorrow or at some stage this week when uh, it all settles down because it's been a heck of a journey. And I notice... She'll have an ice bath. But I reckon she'll have a few ice baths. She wanted to be cryogenically frozen for a while because I think her feet are in a bad way. She touched on with us. And now just seeing actually she's uh, she's really well and truly getting the coverage that she mm. deserves uh, in the Herald Sun and around the place as well that uh, her journey has been immense. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, and, and so vibrant when you speak to her as well. So we'll definitely look to get her back on. How was your weekend anyway? But well, Just a bit hot on Saturday, yeah, of course. Yeah, I hid on Saturday. Got Sunday? The, got the feeding up done early and then I hid. Sunday I sort of hid as well. I, I, I had, a, had a look at Bernie Madoff's on Netflix, that oh, yeah. series on I Bernie Madoff. Yep. I, I had a look at that on Sunday. Speaking of series, I'll, I watched the test. I got hurt some people. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah, that I on the weekend too. On yeah. A Saturday afternoon. I'm not, I haven't I finished that. it. I think I'm two and a half, three episodes in. I think there's only four episodes. But uh, I watched a fair bit of that. The, what was your biggest takeaway from the test? Um, interestingly, from my point of view, was how sacrosanct the dressing room is and Pat Cummins' statement that when the Justin Langer thing was unfolding, how his the commentary of former players, he said 
they're just looking after their mates, and I'm just looking after yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, that was in his statement at the time. Fantastic. Yeah, it was a good statement. Absolutely fantastic. But in saying that, I, I think it's great they get that access. But you then you understand the emotions. It reignited to me the emotions that go on in a, in a dressing room. It would have been nice to see that in real time. And we are asking a lot of the documentary and the filmmakers in this instance, but it would have been nice to see that angst manifesting itself on film. Yeah, that, in real time. Yeah, look, that, that's the bit. I think it's it sort of got me. It took me back a little bit um, to say, mm, just got to cut these guys some slack sometimes with the with what they've the pressure they're put under and and uh, the spotlight on them. Uh, in saying that, yeah. you're still not afraid to have your opinion, but it, it, it's probably what it taught me is just to be a little more. Uh, I suppose uh, flexible on where it has all come from hmm. because of the pressure cooker they live under. Well, my biggest takeaway was Marnus Labuschagne's toasted sandwich technique. That was, <laughs> well, I mean, what even was that? I mean, uh, so he, for those who have missed it or are unaware, um, toast it and doesn't just toast it, basically incinerated it in the example mm. that we saw. Mm. Cheese going all over, poor toasted sandwich <laughs> etiquette, to be honest, yes. for the next bloke. And then goes and chucks it in the fridge. Yeah. Goes out for a hit in the nets, and then he likes it cold. Yeah. So he likes that cheese to then harden. One guy on Twitter probably summed it up best. Manus refrigerating a toasty has reinforced my belief that he is a psychopath. <laughs> what even was happening there? And and I mean, we we now know, of course, or we did know anyway, that Manus was the toasted sandwich culprit that JL Justin Langer cracked it over for taking sandwiches out mm. into the the field of play. <laughs> well, now we know why, because he can transport them anywhere yeah, if they're, if they're, they're stone cold. cold. Mm, quite right. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. by the way, is the open line, the Temper 40 Wings text. We'd love your involvement. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixty. Love Dusman. Uzi was... Love Dusman. Every bit as good as advertised. And it, loved we him. didn't see the cream jumpsuit. No, no cream. Yeah, I reckon that's a new purchase. Yeah, when, when, when he was holding the, um, uh, the quiz about Pakistan and, and educating the guys on Pakistan. I think it was Steve Smith against Marnus. Yep. With in a, the quiz, yeah. In the, yeah. in the quiz. And then <laughs> the last question was, he yeah. was the answer to it. <laughs> That's right. Who I thought not? that was, very, that was he, very good. He looks like great dressing room fodder, if you like. Like, great for the, great for the dressing room. Mm. Yeah, great banter, great fun, but honest and um, a great citizen. My God, I, I played some cricket over the weekend. Though. The family, I played some cricket over the weekend. Family return, back, family return. No, family return from Tassie over the weekend, and the boys are just cricket, absolutely cricket obsessed at the moment. We they played get, in the they went to training. No, training hasn't resumed from the Christmas no, break. But they went oh to yeah, they did. In, in yeah, Tassie. no, the, the, the men were inside. The women are outside, so they watched the women in a in a net <clears> session <throat> uh, down there in Hobart, which was good. We'll get to Hobart in a moment because it's fairly action packed. In fact, not just in their game down at um, at Blunston Arena yesterday, but an action packed BBL weekend. Mm. My God, there was some stuff happening. But my boys in the cricket, so they've come back and we're in the nets, we're on the field, rolling the arm over, doing everything. We ended up at the Greg Chapel Cricket Centre down there near home because they needed to re-grip their kookaburra bats. Oh, right? They've okay. just worn them through. So we go down there and we get some grip. And I know, I remember putting on a grip, quite complicating if you don't have the proper Put the cone? No, but I had a hack. I had a plastic bag and I knew it could be done with a plastic bag. There's a method where you roll the bag up if you get like a sandwich bag almost, mm-hmm. fit it inside the um, inside the grip. There's a way to roll it on with the bag and then you can pull the bag back out. It does happen. Wow. Here I was thinking I could do that at home <laughs> and I didn't quite have the right bag. 
Anyway, it was getting, I was losing oh, a kilo every 10 minutes trying to get this group on. And it was bloody embarrassing. And my wife says, why don't you just go back down there? The yeah. guys at the Greek Chapel Centre will sort it out for you. I'm sure if they've got any, any level of customer service, they'll just use their grip cone and put it on. Sure enough, I go down there. They do it all for me in five minutes, tape it up. And I'm like, oh, God. I could have been doing that job yeah. for three hours trying to get that on. Never what heard a, the bag before. Yeah. there's Never a, heard of it. There's a technique, especially if you get those ones with little handles. That's how you can pull the, oh, wow. the grip down and out. Okay. But it got me thinking when shortcuts have ended up costing you more time and more money potentially if they're more serious. Yeah. Like here I am trying to do a shortcut. I could have saved myself two hours just yeah. by asking them to do it. one three hundred seven three six seven three six because it was a shortcut that turned into a long cut. So did the boys bat better with the new grips, do you think? Oh, well, the, the grip they chose, they'd want to. This thing's fluorescent rainbow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a horrific-looking grip. <laughs> Gents, yes, it really is only four episodes. I was shocked when I knocked that over yesterday, but great watch and cannot wait for the PGA version uh, to come out. That's from Bo. I was pretty disappointed in Breakpoint, though, when Ben Rothenberg we yeah. spoke to from, uh, from the States last week. Time. Time. It was. I mean, when you got the biggest story, potentially biggest sports story in the world. No, no, they don't, didn't have access to Novak Djokovic, but they literally spent, I reckon, 40 seconds on it. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then we went back right. to Nick Kyrgios' doubles run. It was sort of like, oh. Anyway. He was the selling point, wasn't it, Kyrgios? He was. Elton John's been a selling point, but what was Molly doing on no, Friday his night? His pants fell down. His pants fell down. Well, I saw that. I can he was trying to keep him up, I think. I thought he was flashing an old-fashioned move. No, no, I don't think he was. You don't reckon? At, don't at Elton's farewell concert? I don't. Because Elton had talked Molly up, saying he's a national treasure. Come on up, Molly. So, I mean, it wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done it deliberately. We know just a bit more about the national treasure now of what he wears. We do. Not yeah. a lot, as it turns out. Um, <laughs> and he actually said it was a faulty belt. So, Janet Jackson famously had the wardrobe malfunction yep. at the Super Bowl. Well, now Molly's got a faulty belt. Yeah, yeah I don't think Molly would have deliberately dropped the gear. No, I think the belt malfunctioned and just. Let's go with that. <laughs> They just slipped down. There can be no other. Someone dack him. (laughs) No. Anyone on. No. There was no one around. Any vision of someone dacking him? What was he singing, Elton, at the time? The bitch is back Uh, as part of his farewell Yellow Brick Road (laughs) tour. Well, um, yep. Molly just got a little bit carried away, as he Mm. admitted uh, afterwards uh, in an interview with Nui Takara at the Herald Sun, that he just, probably the moment, perhaps got the better of him. He was excited. I was a a little underwhelmed this morning reading the Herald Sun. Is the, the stars coming to the. Tennis. You know, the celebs mm. come to the tennis. Go on. Mate, it's not a big list. They tried Margot Robbie. She said no. Yeah. They tried, um, who's the man up at Byron Bay with all the muscles? They tried him. Hemsworth. He, yeah, he said no. <laughs> right. Um, are you into, I didn't realise you're into your celebrity attendees. Well, and I, you know. Your I pop culture. At, at the tennis, generally there's a shot around. Like they need some cutaways. Yeah, you know, Going back to the Marat Safin days. Remember Marat in the, oh, in the final? He just player's box. Yeah. They were called the Marinettes, I think, at the time. <laughs> they were they is the stuff of legend. In fact, they were tweeted about a few days ago, and Tanasi Kokonakis just put a goat emoji underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Marat Safin. What a great character. They were the talk of that Australian <laughs> Open. I can't remember when that was. Maybe 02 or something like that. We're going back away. We're going yeah, back we're going a couple back of decades. Away, that was um, – that, that was. now I can't find this article now. But uh, I, I will find it and come back. Sorry. Uzi didn't have the cream jumpsuit on, uh, says Chris, but he had the multicoloured fluoro parachute tracky top. Stuff of legend. Yeah. 
First day back at work, fellas. Uh, good to hear you blokes again. Hope you've been well. Looking forward to waking up with you two on my drive to work. Good on you, Mick, out there in Cranbourne. Happy New Year to you and all the best to you in 2023 as well. The BBL was nuts over the weekend, Scoot. Was How crazy was it? We had another mancag controversy as well. Um, with Dan, girl, with Dan, Cri- no, Dan Christian. Dan Christian one. at the I SCG. The gave the big warning. Um, we'll come back to that. We had yesterday. Why did you warn him? Oh, he just said, that's your warning, mate. That's your warning. Well, he wasn't warning? that far out of his crease, to be honest. I'm not sure who, who was it. It was um, it was Stephen Ezekinazzi, who made 60-odd unbeaten, I think. Um, he wasn't that far out of his crease when he gave him the man-cab warning. Then you had the ball hitting the roof at Marvel Stadium in the, in the derby between the Renegades and the Stars. Now, how the Stars uh, cocked that up, I'll never know. But they twice hit balls mm. into the roof and got sixes that were going straight up in the air. They were going to be out. They were going to be out. out. And instead of being out, the Renegades coughed up 12 runs. Aaron Finch was furious. <laughs> Mark War was quite funny. Junior was very funny. On the Fox commentary, he said, maybe off the roof we just use one hand. Yeah. So if you drop it, you've still got six. But I if like you catch it. it, you're out. I thought it was a ripping idea. One hand, one roof, one hand. One, one roof, one hand. And you know what? Adam Zamper actually backed backed him up with that. He I said thought, he liked the idea as well. It was a ripping idea. There you go. Absolute beauty. Because and I think initially the ruling came in because it was when Aaron Finch hit a six that was going into basically in the third tier and hit one of the beams. So he was robbed of a six. So they said, yep. well, from now on, it's the roof, it's a six. But then now these yeah. balls are going sky high. I, I went and watched a bit of that game and I can't believe it, it's It's fun. The BBL's fun. It was fun over the weekend. Just on this six, though, this is this is Mark Waugh, Adam Zampa, Aaron Finch on the night. Well, oh, that would have been two simple catches tonight, then. Well, they're both straight up. Cost them 12 runs, which is yeah. wrong. I reckon it should be one hand or something, one hand off the, off the roof. There you go. One yep. hand off the roof, off Adam the roof. Zampa. Yep. Hey, just... The big bash, just before we come back to it, your faces in the crowd for the tennis. I've got the official list. Oh, have you? Oh, so far. Beautiful. Sally Cat, Lord Mayor. Please. Bucks. Bucks is going to be there. Yeah, I saw his name there this yeah. morning. Well, hang on. I love Bucks, but... No. Like, we, no, there's no but. No. Collingwood legend. Yes, but... You know, AFL I, icon. And I, one of I, ours. I'm looking for a and one fresh of ours. face going to the Australian Open. They've been up... Cause oh, what about Dirk? Kylie said it's the best field they've put together the other day in the press, but no one wants to go. What about Dirk Nowitzki? NBA legend, Dallas Mavericks superstar. He's going to be there, the big fella. Yep. Olympia Valance, actor. Mm-hmm. Sarah Todd. You know who Sarah is? No, I don't, don't know her work. Celebrity chef. Yep. Jack Silvani. I know his work, but like Jack, great, but like, please. The cast of Phantom of the Opera, one of the greatest acts, musicals of all time. Yeah. They'll be there. Yeah. Josh Pitterman, Sam Ludeman, Amy Manford. What's he up to, Josh? Well, they're the Phantom of the Opera cast. Oh. And as Brian says, celebrities don't go to the tennis, they get paid to go to the tennis. Briser, for the love of the sport. So what night are they going to rock my world when they cut to the celebrity box and I'm going to say, oh, wow, there's Bucks. I want to go, hey, wow, there's Mm. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, (laughs) there's Elton John. Hey, wow, there's Elton John. Hey, wow, there's Margot Robbie. They've just plucked her out from nowhere. Hey, wow. There's Elvis Presley. I want to ask you about the, the other hey, wow moment in the Big Bash after this break. What on earth was going on between David Warner and Matty Wade? Oh, 
Good old fashioned. And Maddie Wade and Chris Green and Maddie blue. Wade and Daniel Sams and Maddie Wade and anyone else in yeah. green playing for the blue. Thunder. I love him. He loves a blue Wadey. It was unsavoury, Kerry O'Keefe said. Unsavoury. <laughs> Together with Maccas, we're giving you and a mate the chance, I want to ask you about that, uh, to win a trip to Delhi for the second test. It's in February. It's Australia and India, and it's all thanks to Maccas. All you have to do later on today is to be crowned our day's last fan standing. So each weekday, summer breakfast, and across the day, we'll provide you 11 cricket questions. They get scoob in a bit of a lather, and the last fan standing after the 11th question will have the chance to win because on Monday, January 30, all of those daily winners will go into the final last fan standing quiz for the chance to take the overall prize. The flights to Delhi, five nights, five-star accommodation, the sports luncheon with the SEN commentary team, the corporate hospitality at the cricket all laid on, and a 1000 bucks spending money, and it's all thanks to Maccas. Can't wait to play that again a little bit later on. We'll take a break on Summer Breakfast. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell with you. Uh, drop a text anytime you like, 0433981116. Maybe some tips for Simon O'Donnell on how to preserve those spuds because, oh, how many days has it been now? And it might be another several as well, so he might need to preserve them. I don't want him with... Oh, I don't think I'll be married tomorrow. Right, <laughs> back after this. <laughs> The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Can we help the Australian Open out, Scoop? Like that list of celebrities' faces in the crowd today is, <laughs> as you said, a tad underwhelming. Can we help them out? I mean, who's in town at the moment? So 0433981116. Who can the Australian Open lure through the gates at Melbourne Park just to create a little bit of uh, a little bit of buzz and a little bit of glamour to the event. We're not doing much after breaking the morning, <laughs> Well, we? someone did ask, you know, what, what does Scoob charge to appear at the tennis? Nate the Builder, in fact. What would you charge? Bag of spuds? No, I wouldn't. I, I'd just, you know, some air conditioning, uh, maybe a nice little bit of uh, salmon, uh, so- cured salmon there for lunch. Um, a little, maybe some scones, jam and cream for an afternoon tea. And a little bubbly to wash it down. I mean, that's not too much to ask, is it? Tell you what, they've laid it on down there. They've got a bloody beach in there, mm. the coastal precinct. I saw Sam, St- Sam Stoser was on the beach there yesterday. Yeah, well, she announced her uh, her retirement. Oh. Yeah, indeed. Former, she won't be lost to tennis. No, I saw that as well. Former world number four, you'd certainly hope not. But they've trucked, the, US sand, Open? They've trucked the sand in there down yeah, at Melbourne Park. Word. And move over strawberries and cream, by the way, Wimbledon style. The Aussie Open's trying to... Dish up their own signature mm, dish and make that. it a part of the furniture down there. It's a soft serve ice cream with peaches sourced yep. from Country Vic. Yeah, Golden Valley. Golden Valley peaches. The awesome foursome. See, they should be there today. Hey, there you go. With the peaches, the awesome foursome. How do we help the Australian Open out? If someone text in, they're not looking forward to watching on the small screen. Oh, wow. There's David Taggart sitting in a baby seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit harsh. And I did not send that uh, tag. So, um, don't take issue with me. Um, Billy, harsh feedback for Dan Christian. If he did his job of actually bowling the ball, the non-striker was backing up perfectly and would have left his crease as the ball was released. He wasn't that far out of his crease. Watch this sad, ugly trend become regular in junior games, causing ugly parent incidents. It was a bit of me time for Dan Christian. That's a bit rough with Billy. But uh, perhaps he thought he was backing up more than he actually was in the end. And what about Wade and Warner going at it? What about... So Davey Warner was mic'd up. It was. How was the ball that got David Warner out, oh, by the way? Ripper, Riley it? Meredith, that in-swinging peach. Oh, He's that was, sharp too, Riley that Meredith. was magnificent. Mm. Yeah. So there was a bit of spice in the game, and Warner, 
Well, he sought to explain what he was doing. He just said uh, when he was mic'd up that he was trying to play the peace role. Just trying to settle him down. He's like a little barking dog. Little barking dog. <laughs> he wait. He was going at Chris Green, the spinner for the Thunder. Then he was going at Daniel Sams. And then Tim David, who won the game for the Hurricanes. Geez, he got going. You look like him. Who? You. H- I look like who? Matty Wade. Matty Wade. I reckon if we put two photos up, I reckon Matty Wade and well, Sam Edmund look very much alike. Sure. But I wish I hit a ball as clean as Matty Wade well, does. I heard you did. <laughs> It, they should have been four for the Hurricanes, four for not many. Mm. He, got, he got dropped at point, gully, and then he just went nuts. Yep. So, uh, but he was pretty keen to talk about it too, it would appear. No, no, well, he always, he, he's a beauty, Matty Wade. Um, he was in Victoria for a long time and um, played some really good cricket here and obviously now back in Tassie. But he's always had that that bit of fire in him it, and, and he's held that right through his career. He's never been any different, never been any different. And you wouldn't want him any different. Potato shortage in Australia was all over the news last night. Looks like Scoob has realised the value of his spuds and he's trying to renege on the deal. Chris, <laughs> I think you might be onto something, mate. There's all been a ruse. The bags, now I've left them at the door. What's tomorrow's excuse going to be? And the ones we to... had with roast dinner last night were waxy on the outside. They were just crunchy and that bit waxy and a beautiful yellow. Oh, geez, how nice. Why do you have to go and do that? Oh, very nice. Why do you have to go and do that? Because I've just had them the last couple of nights too, and I could have done with yours. Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're, well, they're there. They're at the door. I, I know where they are. Cooked something new last night, actually. What to cook? I cooked an Italian meatloaf. Now, I've never cooked meatloaf before. It's very old school, isn't it? But I tell you what, by geez, it was tasty. Did it have peas in it? No, it didn't have peas. It was relatively simple. It had onion. It had garlic. Obviously, it had a nice a premium mince. Got to be premium mince. Mm. Lean. Uh, it had a couple of other exotic, I can't remember what it was, but the flavour was amazing. I had to massage it into, into the loaf mm. and then in a pan, deep dish, lid on, oven, half an hour at 180. Then a little bit of grillage on the top after just to brown it up. Mm. Oh, my God. What did you have with it? Well, that's what I'm getting at. I had some nice roast potatoes. Would have been made even nicer if your little brown bag had arrived. Did you have any vegetables? Yes. What veggies? I had some broccoli, had some carrot. Had a little Very bit of pea. Good. Well done. No, it was nice. Well done, you. I'm all on board the Italian meatloaf. Are you what? Ah, okay. If you're back at work, which we're getting a few texts for the very first time today, good luck to you. Nothing worse than going back first day from holidays. But as we mentioned earlier, if you haven't been with us over your holiday period and you've disengaged, we've got a quiz to end all quizzes. It's called Last Fan Standing, and it's going to take place at 8.20 today. The prize is enormous. It's your chance to get to India for the second Test and not just go there, not just a seat in the nosebleeds. Mm. You're going to go in style. All the corporate hospitality later, we're going to give you a thousand bucks spending money as well. All you have to do is to be our last fan standing mm-hmm. today when Simon hits you with 11, 11, 11. cricket it. questions. You win that, you go into the grand final on January 30 for another last fan standing to decide who gets on the big bird bound for Delhi. And not just you, but you and a loved one or a mate or whoever you want to take along. It is a magnificent prize and a magnificent quiz, and that's why Simon feels the heat each and every morning. So if it's your first day listening to us for a while, you want to get in touch with us at 8.20. We'll play Last Fan Standing. Now, though, time for a news update. We'll grab ourselves a nice little McCafe coffee to keep us humming along.